What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you find work in any industry with just one interview at Express. You have a connection to endless jobs, whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job. Choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit expresspros.com today to find a location near you. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. Summer is almost here and I'm so excited to go on vacation with my kids next month. We love going anywhere warm with the beach. I always make packing harder than it needs to be, but this year I'm doing all of my summer shopping at Macy's. I can find everything I need from bathing suits, sandals, summer dresses, shorts, even towels and sunscreen at Macy's. Whether you're packing for a destination vacation or planning a backyard staycation, Macy's has what you need. You can shop top brands like Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. Shop at Macy's.com slash own your style. Hey there, mamas. Everyone knows how it goes. You're giving it your all to breastfeed or pump for your little one. But there are times when you might need a little extra help. That's where traditional medicinals Mother's Milk comes in. Mother's Milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus, it's caffeine-free. Learn more about Mother's Milk at traditionalmedicinals.com forward slash Mother's Milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Wind Down with Janet Kramer and Michael Cosman and I'm Radio Podcast. Oh, that was good. We've never really added that aspect into it. Uh, how you doing? Another day in paradise. Another day in paradise. I, um, I'm really excited because next week... We are announcing something huge. Big time. Big time that we've been working on forever. And I'm just so excited to announce it. What? Do you know? No. I can't tell you. You know. I just, you know. You know, but you don't know. You know, but you, like, you know, you know. You just don't know which one. (laughs) Oh, do they know that we know that they know? (laughs) Um, Y'all know the voice. It's Sarah Gretzky. Hey-yo. Um, well, first things first, I, I heard from a friend that LA just got shut down until August. Is that true? Well, the, so that's like the rumor. Cause apparently the LA times like wrote an article and then the mayor came out yesterday and was like scolding the LA times and was like, I never said that. Like, this is all just media hyping it up. I just said that it's not opening soon. So here we are not knowing who to believe. But I don't know. That's frustrating. Very. Um, yeah, I. Uh, yeah. Makes me I thankful know. that we're not there. Yeah, yeah. I just I miss the I miss just the beach though. Like I miss being outside yeah. in that where like you can be outside every single day. Yeah, for sure. But I was just talking to you know some buddies out there recently, and they're just talking about how you know 
especially somewhere as populated as there with it being so nice out half the people are listening and staying quarantined doing that and the other half of the people are just like f it i'm going to the beach oh i'm doing this i'm doing that oh. yeah that it's, true? it's chaos the nice weather helps but doesn't help right sure you know it rained the other day and i was like wow I bet this is the first time people have actually stayed inside because it just makes it easier. When it's nice out, you want to get outside. You want to get fresh air, the sun, but I don't know. We need this to end. All right, Sarah. So um... I feel the energy. I know. Um... I like, I'm so anxious. I can't. So do you... Do you want to, I just, I want you to have the floor because something happened and, you know, you're, I, yeah, I just, I just love you and, um, go for it, I my know, friend. How are you feeling though? Like, just like, just to start it off, like, are you nervous right now to. Yeah, I'm nervous. I'm anxious. I'm so anxious, but I, um, I feel fine. Like my body feels fine. Um, Well, I guess I'll just come right out and I can go into detail, but I, um, I miscarried during quarantine, which feels so weird to say. It feels weird to not like it, I'm admitting something, but it feels weird to like acknowledge, um, two weeks into quarantine when we were in Colorado, I just... I just had the, it all sounds so cliche, but it was just that feeling. And it was that I, I felt so sick and I'm like, okay, my options are Corona or I'm pregnant and both of them scared me. And so I took a pregnancy test and then I took 10 and then I took like literally 15. We're all positive. Um, and obviously it was the best feeling ever. I couldn't even believe what I was seeing because we just got married. Like it was like that. Um, and that's never how I expected it. I always, I'm like a realist. So I knew, you know, it takes time. It takes, it takes a lot to go right for that to happen. Um, I obviously told Ty right away and I was just hesitant. It's really weird. Now looking back, I didn't tell anyone. I was so freaked out, not because I was pregnant but because of all the things I know Mm -hmm. um and it was obviously early so I just kind of I didn't want to tell anyone I really wanted to keep it to myself um but we we ended up telling just our parents um a week later and then the next day I just was off I was in pain all day I I, I went to Google, which is the worst thing to do. No, um, I just knew something was off. And then I woke up the next morning on Easter Sunday. And mm-hmm. when, you know, you know, ladies, if you know, there was a lot of evidence that, that I, I knew I had miscarried. So that made for a tough Easter Sunday and it just made for a tough quarantine. Um, I mean, God bless Ty. I even wrote in my little like journal, I've never loved him more because Mm -hmm. I don't think you're prepared for that. And I know he wasn't prepared for that with me because 
I don't think I cried at the wedding. I cried for two weeks. I couldn't stop. And so from that Easter Sunday, I just, for two, I couldn't, I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know the hormones. I didn't know what was happening with my body. I didn't know what was happening inside my body. And I just was a mess for like two weeks. And I think that really, you know, that's something hard for him to see. He's never had to deal with me like that. Well, you're, you're not a, you're not a crier. I mean, the first time I heard you cry ever was when this happened. Yeah. I mean, you texted me, like, call me and I feel awful now, but like the first thing I said is, oh my God, are you pregnant? You know, cause I, I knew that, you guys were trying. And then when you yeah. said I was, I just instantly like, I just, and then when I called you and I think what broke my heart even more is like, you know, you're, you're bawling in rightfully so you're so upset. And what broke my heart is because I, you know, from having miscarriages and feeling that same way, it broke my heart that you felt like what is wrong with me and it's so hard to reassure someone in that situation because Mike could tell me there's nothing wrong with me this person could tell me it's normal but I'm like no like we take it so like something is wrong with my body I'm not a woman and when I heard you say that that's just like that broke me for you because I just was like I didn't know if my words were even if you could even hear it in that moment it's just so which I'm sure it is so common but it's like everyone can say it's not your fault it's not your fault but it's like if you get in a car accident you know and Jolie's in the back seat and Jolie gets hurt even if someone hits you you still think it's your fault because you were driving so like that's, that's good, how that's I a felt really good point. I literally kept saying that over and over to Ty because I'm like I got to explain it to him in some way and that's the only way I could think about it is like I'm driving this and it might not be my fault, but I was in charge and I was, you know, maybe working out too much or not enough, or I, you can go a million different ways. Well, and I think is that, and it, cause I think when we have spoken to, you've done the same thing that, you know, we've all done, like you, you went down the rabbit hole. Oh, oh, it was, and still even now, and that's why it's like, I didn't tell anyone. And so yeah, I'm even more anxious for this to come out, but like, how do you, which I wish it was more normal and I'm hoping to make it more normal, but even like, I was like, how do I tell you? And you've been through it, but it's not something you just pick up the phone and you're like, Hey, how are you? Oh my God. Quarantine sucks. Yeah, I know. I'm, you know, conversation. And that's why I'm like, I just, I didn't know how to tell people or how to even bring it up. And so it just has made for a hell of a quarantine. I'm so hell. sorry. I, you know, I, it just, it breaks my heart. And I, I just, I, I, I don't, it's just, it's such a, such a sad situation because I never want you to feel like, yes, I understand you're driving the car, but also there mm-hmm. are, I truly believe it's God's, he's, you know, he's, how do I say it? Where he's still the, It wasn't right. Yeah, there was something maybe wrong and he was saving and it just wasn't that wasn't supposed to be. And But that doesn't make it any easier. That's a thing. Like, no. I still am like, OK, when people told me that, I'm like, fine. But why wasn't it? Is it you know, I don't understand. Like, yeah. and that's that's a hard realization. And that's how that was the hardest part for me is just 
I think going to Ty because again, and I'm sure Mike, Mike didn't really know, like, even when I told him, he was like, so what does that mean? You know, he's like, so what does that mean for you? Like, it's just a weird, it's so known, but it's so unknown. And I didn't even know how to tell him. And I didn't even know how to break it to him. And I just, I, I think we all know that I carry the, not the strength, but I keep it calm. I keep us cool. Mm -hmm. I keep it collected. And I was just a shit show. Mm -hmm. And I think that really scared him to see me mm -hmm. so broken, but then me trying to be strong for him and him trying to be strong for me. Cause I had to remind myself he lost too. It wasn't just me. You know, he was crying too. He was upset because this is him too. It just feels more personal because it was in my body. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think <clears throat> what you said too is another good point with, okay, you hear miscarriage that's not taboo. People know what that is. But then, you, like you said, there's, it's not just, it, there's a miscarriage and that's it. It's, you know, there's a process afterwards, depending on how far along you are, whether you let it pass naturally or what's the procedure? We had a DNC. DNC or, you know, the, which is almost like reliving and having to grieve all over again after you find out that you have a miscarriage. Then it's like, once you physically pass it or, or, or get things medically taken care of, it's almost like the grieving starts all over again because then it's, then it's reality, you know? Um, and like until that year passes, it's like, Oh, this would have been my due date. This would, so it's like, you're oh. constantly rem being reminded right. of that. And it's just, and even, I think you're so much more, sensitive to it obviously obviously but you know i'm on mother's day i'm thinking mm -hmm. oh i would have been this much my best friend he and his wife are due in august and he'll send me pictures he has no idea what's going on but he sends me pictures because he's so excited and it just takes oh my god i would have been two months behind you know there's just so many weird i don't know it's so weird and i just feel for anyone obviously who's gone through this but the queue has made it 10 times more lonely than I think it, it normally is, sure. which is also why I'm glad we're doing this because I mean, what we've been in quarantine now, how many weeks there's gotta be tons of people. Right. Well, and like, you know, we saw happened. Emma, our makeup artist, you know, she miscarried, oh. had a DNC and, yep. and mm -hmm. I, I texted her and I know that you confided in her too. Um, and I mm -hmm. said, you sharing your story, Emma, is going to help Sarah share her story, you know, and you're going to help the next person share their story because it is so lonely when you don't say anything. And the, the second that I feel like this does come out, the mamas out there that have experienced this are going to come and it's going to be your new tribe of women. Because I remember when I shared, it was like, I felt so alone, but I'm like, I didn't want sympathy. I just didn't want to feel alone. Yeah. And the second that happens and I pray to, I pray so much that everyone's going to come reach out to you and, and you can have that tribe of women that you don't feel alone because it is so isolating, even though you have an amazing husband and Mike was amazing, but it's still just that it, you know, no one can understand unless they've been through it. I believe, you know, especially when it's a personal with your body. Well, and even selfishly for myself, it's like, yes, I want to help people, but the first thing I did after, you know, it was official and I talked to my doctor and everything, I'm like, okay, I got to read more story. I got to find out who else this is, have, you know, who else has been through this? Who do I know? 
who's been affected by this? Who can I learn from? And I, my sister sent me these two like mommy bloggers in Dallas. And sure enough, both of them had almost identical stories to me up to the weeks. And it was just crazy to be able to read like, okay, this is, you know, quote unquote normal. Well, I, you know, I wanted, because I know you have questions asked. I know I, I you have questions that you want um, answered. And we have a doctor, um, Dr. Nita. She's the co-host of the Emmy award-winning talk show, The Doctors. She's a certified um, OBGYN. And, you know, I know you just took that blood work. Um, so maybe we can just ask her some questions too and anything else that you want to know. Yeah, um, so let's take a quick break and then get Dr. Nita on. Great. Awesome. <laughs> Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. So I've recently got some boots in the mail that I had to try because I'm a boot girl. I love boots, but wow, I'm never going back to Kova's, you guys. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots and to Kova's is your stop before attending your next concert. Tacova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by our local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather and custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to expresspros.com to find the office near you or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment professionals can be as easy as a phone call, and one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. 
Don't go in your job search alone. Visit expresspros.com today. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. All right, so welcome to the Wind Down Podcast, Dr. Nita. All right. Hey, friend. Um, so Sarah, um, you know, and many other women out there, I'll say that again. So um, Sarah, um, who's been our guest co-host a lot on Wind Down, she recently just suffered a miscarriage, and I know a lot of women out there could really use some help, some advice. Um, Sarah, has there any what, what's the one thing that like has been really just heavy on your heart that maybe you you want to know? Um, I feel like for me, it's um, the aftermath. So I read a lot of stories and they're like, oh, I got pregnant, you know, the next cycle or, oh, uh, two weeks later I ovulated and I know it's positivity they're trying to spread, but, um, I'm over four weeks out. I haven't ovulated. I haven't had a period. So it's just kind of not what's normal, but what is, what is okay you know, what is most common? Yes, I'm sure women do get pregnant two weeks after and that's amazing. But, you know, for me, I don't think my body's on track yet. So kind of what's, what are those next steps? Well, a lot of times it's going to depend upon number one, the woman's overall health. It's going to depend on her age and kind of the circumstances surrounding the cause for the miscarriage. But generally speaking, women will have a regular menstrual period within six weeks after having a miscarriage. And when we look at women overall, once again, the numbers will vary a little depending upon a lot of factors about that particular woman. But after one miscarriage, the risk of a repeat miscarriage is about 14%. After two miscarriages, it goes up to 26% and then you know, with three, it's like 28%. Um, so that's going to to vary. But they are right in that a lot of times after a woman has a miscarriage, she goes on to have a perfectly normal pregnancy next time, particularly if we're talking about someone who has just had one miscarriage. And, you know, it's also important to remember that it's nothing you did. You know, a lot of times women will say, oh, I wonder if it's because I had intercourse or, oh, I bumped my belly. I picked up a really heavy box or something like that. And so it's important for you not to, to think about those things and know that in most instances, miscarriages occur because of problems with the chromosome. And the problems with the chromosome didn't come from mom or dad, dad meaning that those problems weren't inherited, but instead a lot of times it's just something that happens by chance when the baby is developing. Mm 
Dr. Anita, I have a question, and this isn't just from a guy's perspective, but how soon or in the process um, when, you know, a couple's trying to get pregnant or a woman's trying to get pregnant, should they consult their OB? Because I know for Jana and I, we tried a few times and it wasn't until we went and saw her OB that she we realized that she needed to get a hysteroscopy just to remove some scarring, you know, was in your uterus lining or whatever it was. And My fallopian tube was blocked when we did the HSG thing. Right. So it's like, you know, it, at that time we look back, we're like, oh my goodness, we wasted three months or whatever it was. Is that something where do you think couples should, from the get-go, it's like once they decide, hey, we want to start having babies, they should do that on the forefront or just kind of let things happen how they happen? Ideally, we like to see women for preconception counseling, meaning it's a great idea to go in to see your doctor to make sure you're as healthy as possible before getting pregnant. And it's not it's not all about the pregnancy. It's also the fact that we just want you to be healthy as a woman, meaning if you come in and we diagnose you with diabetes or um, thyroid disease, then we can get those issues under control so that you can be as healthy as possible going into the pregnancy. So that's what we call preconception counseling. But as far as individuals trying, you know, we say for most people, if they're younger than 35, you can try for a year. And the vast majority of people who have regular intercourse and they're not using any type of contraception will get pregnant within that year. Um, For older individuals or people with specific medical issues, we may say six months. Um, so we may we shorten that time period. But to answer your question, if it depends on how long you were trying, if you know both of you are healthy individuals and you just had been trying for three months, do I think that you made a mistake by not going in initially just to say, you know, we want to get pregnant? Do I need to look at at um, her tubes or anything like that? No, I don't think that was warranted. But once again, in the preconception visit, the doctor will just kind of go over the female's overall health and identify any potential issues that could cause a problem in the pregnancy. And reminder to take her prenatal vitamins with folic acid. For sure. For sure. Um, you know, I, I'm curious too, because um, a family member of ours, she just had her third miscarriage. And on her first one, I said, hey, you know, you should really go to your doctor and, you know, see why. And she's like, well, I called and they just said, oh, it's common. Like, you know, just just try again. But now she's on her third. And in my mind, I'm like, you know, I get that it's common. I get that, you know, chromosomally there could be something wrong. But now that she's suffered her third miscarriage, it's kind of like she's in so much pain again for the third time. I feel like that could have been avoided if the gynecologist was like, not just blew off like oh miscarriage is common and not done the proper blood work and everything else that she's you know taking the finding out the the gene that the mthr or whatever it was we had the so i'm like is that is that pretty common for a gyno to say like eh, one like come back if you have another one or well i think a couple of things there it is common for gynecologists or obstetricians to say, come back if you just had one. But even though it's a common experience, that doesn't make it easier. So as a physician, I would never wanna say, oh, it's fine, it's common, don't worry about it. Like, once you have a positive pregnancy test, you're a mother, you know, and you love your baby. And so I think it's important to make sure that we do whatever we can to support a couple, uh, 
you know, the woman physically and then make sure the couple has the emotional support needed. But the second part of that is just the workup in general, because a lot of females will go on to have perfectly normal pregnancies after having one miscarriage, simply because a lot of those happen due to what we previously discussed, meaning it's just the chromosomal abnormalities that happen to ha happen in that particular pregnancy, we won't subject them to a huge workup, meaning we won't run all the blood tests and do a ton of imaging and all of those other things after one. Now, when we talk about a female who's had two consecutive miscarriages, or some people will say three, it's a little debatable, mm -hmm. but after two consecutive miscarriages or three, then we start to do a bigger workup to see if there is an underlying issue that is increasing that woman's probability of having miscarriages, meaning we can no longer say, oh, it's prob probably just a chromosomal abnormality that happened by chance. Instead, we're saying, okay, if it is a chromosomal abnormality, is it a chromosomal abnormality that's being inherited by from the parents? Meaning, do we need to test the parents? Or is it some type of... Um, thrombophilia or something else going on, some deeper underlying issue. So that's why her doctor waited. But at the same time, once again, I do understand that even though it's common, it doesn't make it easier. And I definitely don't want patients to feel as though healthcare providers are brushing it off. Dr. It's still a very important event in a, in a couple's life. For sure. If you had, just to be current with the times right now, Say you had a couple that consulted with you right now. Say, Dr. Nita, we're thinking about trying to have a baby amidst the quarantine, amidst the pandemic and all of that stuff. From your professional perspective, would you steer a couple or give your opinion on a couple trying to conceive right now just because we don't know what's going to happen with the pandemic. We don't know if there's going to be another spike in the fall, like everyone's saying. Who knows? But my fear goes to, you know, are people going to plan around that? Like, would you advise from your professional opinion, advise someone to be like, maybe wait six months to see where we're at with this so they don't have to go through the, the process of having a child, like basically by themselves because the husband can't come in or whatever the situation may be. Is that something that's kind of come up in your, you know, in your world? Well, you know, I know a, a lot of people who are just finding out that they're pregnant in the midst of the pandemic. And I know it's difficult. And honestly, we don't know what we don't know about this virus. But as um, a profession, obstetricians aren't telling people not to get pregnant um, at this time mm -hmm. because of COVID-19. So we are keeping a close eye on the situation. We're being mindful. We're trying to learn as much as we can, as quickly as we can. But you know, it's it's one of those things where you have to just kind of talk to your significant other and decide what you feel most comfortable with. If you find a great deal of, you know, uneasiness in the fact that we don't know what's going to happen in the fall, then you may you know, you may want to wait. But just as an OB, am I going into the office and telling my patients don't get pregnant right now? No, that's not the case. Gotcha. And I had a question. Um, so after we went in um, to the doctor, to our doctor, and you know, we did. He kind of looked around and told me that yes, it it was a miscarriage. He suggested, which he suggested a year ago. I just never got around to it. Um, he's like, we need to do the genetic testing, you know, the carrier testing. 
And so um, they, you know, took my blood and tested for, I think it was over 280 different, um, I'm not sure what like the technical term is, but <laughs> they tested for a bunch of things. And then um, I came back that I was actually positive for two things and that I had just found out I miscarried two weeks earlier and then he calls me and that just sent me into a tailspin and I don't even really know what that meant um my husband had to go in he actually ended up testing negative for everything so we're all good but what exactly I mean that sent me down another you know spiral because then I'm like not only did I miscarry and now I'm positive for you know m765 I didn't even know these terms mm -hmm. but and then when he came back negative I felt even more guilty and even more that it was my fault so what exactly are those tests okay well first of all please don't feel guilty <laughs> and please don't feel like it's your fault like if you think about it, like you you said it you said that he tested you for hundreds of things mm -hmm. you know think about it the general population just doesn't get tested for hundreds of things just mm -hmm. because we yeah. all have something. None of us were born perfect when it comes to genetics, mm -hmm. okay? We all have something. It's just that we typically don't look for those things. And even females who go on to have per perfectly healthy pregnancies would still test positive for some of those things, mm -hmm. maybe even more than two things. So yeah. you probably, you did really well if you only test, you know, <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I don't, not having the information in front of me, I don't even know exactly what you were tested for, but it goes back to once someone has a miscarriage, then we kind of go down the list and we, we look at things that could potentially increase a, a person's um, probability of miscarriage, but you're not creating a baby on your own, right? So in order for you know, a baby to inherit certain issues or for certain issues to become a problem. That's why we test mom and dad. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if they test your significant other, even though I'm sure your significant other is wonderful, they would mm -hmm. probably also have some things going on genetically. But guess what? You're a great match for them because when it comes to your genes, you're fine when it comes to the things that they tested positive for, right? So yeah. it still puts you in a good situation. Okay, so I don't know exactly what you tested positive for because like you said, there are a lot of different things yeah. that, we could, that we can test for. But at the end of the day, I think it's actually, it's good news for you. It's good mm -hmm. news for you because what you tested positive for your husband or your significant other tested negative for. Yeah. And you know, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't dwell on that. I wouldn't feel guilty um, if it, none of us are perfect yeah genetically like you know what i mean so we should all be sad if that's the case thank you dr nita yeah. thank you so much for coming on i know this is such a i hate saying um i feel like it's way more than one in what do they say it's one in three i i, I feel like that statistics out the door like i i've so, almost every single one of my friends i know has miscarried mm -hmm. yeah it's so much more it, common it is hard and 10, like 10 to 20% of known pregnancies end in miscarriage. And we know that that number is actually higher because a lot of individuals will miscarry before they even know they're pregnant. Mm. So it's common, but once again, just because it's common, that doesn't mean it's easy. Mm -hmm. So it's important for females and couples going through this to surround themselves 
with the proper individuals to to heal emotionally and just make sure they're getting all of the support they need. For sure. Thank you, Dr. Nita, so much for coming on. Yeah, thank you so much. Where can our listeners follow you and, and kind of lean into all your advice that you have to share? Well, my handle is at Dr. Dr. Nita Landry, N-I-T-A-L-A-N-D-R-Y. And that's pretty much across all platforms. Awesome. awesome. Thank you, Dr. Nita. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye, friend. Still doesn't make it easy, though, you know? It's still just... And like she said, like so many people don't even know, or what she says, so many people miscarry before they even know they're pregnant. And I feel like a lot of people are like, because when I was trying to normalize it and reach out, you know, I didn't know anyone besides you who had miscarried. Mm. My sisters, my mom, I didn't know anyone. And I'm the first of my friends. Mm. Um, And so it's just weird when people say, to me, I found it weird when people would respond and say, oh, you know, I I might have miscarried. I just didn't know, you know, I could have miscarried. And I'm like, well, that doesn't help me because if you miscarried and you don't know it, then you didn't suffer or you didn't feel it or you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I think they were trying to make me feel better, but it's such a weird, it's such a weird thing. You know, I was going to say this before Dr. Nita came on, but you you saying that brought up a, a point or kind of my perception on it. And you know, I feel like uh, if you look at social media, right, so many people want to complain about something. And often times, you know, if you scroll and you see something, you might first tend to roll your eyes like, oh, this person, maybe they just want attention or they just want sympathy or whatever. I feel like when it comes to this subject with miscarriage, at least for me personally, that thought has never entered my mind because I truly believe having been, been a partner that's had a wife go through it and you know, being a coupleship that's gone through it and then having friends like you that have gone through it. It truly, I, I truly believe it's y'all don't want sympathy. You're truly trying to understand something that is so difficult to understand because there's so many different variables that involve it. That's why they say childbirth is a miracle, right? Because for all the stars to align and for it to happen is common. There's a child born every day, multiple mm-hmm. children born every day in this country, let alone the world, but it's still a miracle. And you realize that how hard it is once you want to start having children, how majority of people or a lot of people, whatever percentage know, realize, unfortunately, how difficult it is. But I just, from my perception, I just never think it is about y'all wanting sympathy. You're truly trying to grasp the concept of, of why, of how, of why, why me, what, what, what's wrong with me? And I just have so much empathy for women around around this topic because it, that just has to be yes the men you know we're part of the couple too but like you said sarah it's it's still not our body we don't feel it physically it lingers with y'all oh, you yeah. know so it's just i just again a lot of empathy for y'all and i just you know i'm so sorry with you being such a close friend that you've had to experience these things you know because you don't want that for people that you love so yeah thanks guys what do you what do you hope for moving forward? Like, what's your hope for other women that are in your situation? What's your hope for I after hope, this airs? I hope that I can do what those two Dallas mommy bloggers did for me. I was hours after finding out. I had not a freaking clue what was going on. And this one girl did a full-blown story on her Instagram just explaining everything. Mm. Um 
you know, she explained that she was six weeks when she found out. And then she explained a week later, she miscarried. And she really in detail went through it. And I just said, oh my God, wow, me too. And so it just, I hope to normalize it. I just hope to, I hope that people can say, okay, you know, I quarant or I miscarried in quarantine too. And, you know, I was not okay and neither was she, but, you know, I started journaling and I'm going to have a baby. And so I just know that, you know, with journaling and, you know, Ty, and just trying, I'm trying to be in a positive mind space and just think positive. So mm -hmm. just hope that people can, as hard as it is, and as alone, as lonely as quarantine is in general, throw this in the mix. I just hope that people don't feel alone when they listen. Yeah. Well, I love you. I think you're incredibly brave and incredibly strong. And I, I just adore you. And, you know, no, thank you. It's a you, welcome to the the mommy tribe because you are you are a mom, babe. You know, when you texted me that on Mother's Day, you were the which again, it's not like a game. There's no keeping score, but like you texted me on Mother's Day, Happy Mother's Day, and like nobody, not that other people needed to, but do you know what I mean? Like, there's something when you don't go through it, you just don't understand. You feel understood. I can't imagine how understood you felt in that moment. I felt so seen. I just was like, wow. Yeah, and that makes me I, want to tear up. No, I know. And I even told Ty and, you know, he didn't want to acknowledge it. I didn't, it was that awkward thing. Nobody wanted to acknowledge it, right? On Mother's Day, because it's just a weird thing. Um, but when you did, I just, I didn't cry because I think I'm back to my old self. No, but I loved vulnerable Sarah. <laughs> I would, I think I, I think in that moment, I, I wanted to cry, but then I also wanted to smile because I'm like, I know, like, I'm going to be a mom and and even Ty was like, we're going to celebrate you next year. You know, like it's, but that was very, very thoughtful because yeah, it's a weird misunderstanding that you feel, but you get me. I'm like crying for her right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, she is. Anyone that you, you are a mother, you are a part of the mom yeah. crew now. Yeah. Yeah. Dr. Nita said the same thing. And I was like, okay, that's like a thing. Yeah, like, it is. And so. there's a lot of mamas out there that, you know maybe haven't seen their rainbow babies yet and don't give up. My God, my friend Candace took her 12 years. She's yeah. finally holding, she had her, you know, but she's been a mom for 12 years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, she just finally gets to hold her baby now, but mm. let's take a break. Yeah. I'm going to go yeah. blow my nose or something. <laughs> <laughs> hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. 
So I've recently got some boots in the mail that I had to try because I'm a boot girl. I love boots, but wow, I'm never going back to Kova's you guys. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. Tacova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by our local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather and custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to expresspros.com to find the office near you or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment professionals can be as easy as a phone call, and one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit expresspros.com today. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. Okay, so to keep this girl talk, struggle talk... (laughs) mommy talk a lot. I don't know if I can handle it. I'm going to keep getting emotional. I know. I'm like my, my sweet, amazing uh, husband is, is um, over here. I got tissues right by the bedside, baby. Perfect. <laughs> um, I love you. That's sweet that you have empathy. I love you. But I, oh, wow. Oh, here go. Guys. Here go. Okay. But um, so excited because to add this funness, we have Teddy Mellencamp on the show. Yeah, and I think Sarah, this is like kind of a little surprise, Sarah, because she is um, Sarah, our guest co-host, who um, was so brave and just shared about her miscarriage on the show that she just recently went through over um, Easter. She's a huge Real Housewives fan. So this is kind of like a surprise, but also let's talk about the struggle, you know? Ugh, well, first off, I wanted to say, like, I'm so sorry and I feel you. And I know there's no words that anybody can say that make you feel better. But 
It's also nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. And I literally was just telling them like, I cry. I'm not a crier, but I was like crying in bed for like two weeks. And um, I think all I did was watch Bravo. So like a part of me was like, <laughs> I need to like reach out to Andy and be like, you are saving lives everywhere. Because like, it's so true though. Like people who don't watch it, don't get it. But like, I'm just a, I'm just a Bravo fanatic. I watch it all. And so like, thank you for helping me get through this. You know, it's a nice escape to realize, thank goodness that is not my life. It really, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I really enjoy watching. <laughs> Sarah, I got to say, and you have, you're going to be so incredibly proud of me, but I just watched the last four, I know, I know, of Beverly Hills Housewives. Like of Beverly Hills? Yeah, are you so Did proud? You yeah. <laughs> and uh, like, Teddy's my girl. Like, I feel like, Teddy, you're so misunderstood, like, you're misunderstood. Like, oh. Wait, are you on this season? Well, yeah. I watched the one where she was crying at the, the table. Okay. Down. I don't know if it's because of what I went through, but when Sutton looked at you and said, and then I found out you were pregnant, I was, no, 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 no. I don't know how you didn't slap a bitch. <laughs> well, here we are. That is, that I was, was so the upset. exact moment where I was completely losing it. And then, you know, when you're really about to lose it and then somebody says, guys, She's about to cry. Then you're oh, done. Oh, I was so angry that because that's me. Like when someone's like, "You're about to cry, aren't you?" And I'm like, "No," <laughs> but I'm like, it makes me cry even more. And I wanted to be there so bad at that table and be like, "Shut!" Like you are so mean. Like, like, and just take your hand and just come. You know, just get out of there. I was so angry. Well, I I went from like a, you know angry, sad, <laughs> all of the emotions. But then when I watched it back and I looked at what my husband was doing during it. Nothing. He's sitting there just eating his salad. I'm having a mental breakdown. <laughs> like, get that last bite of fennel. That was so funny. That's been a good meal because uh, be Mauricio me. wanted double the salmon. That was almost yeah, like, like, yeah. He goes, I just kept hoping that if I kept eating, it would all stop. That's exactly what I would do. So well, it, it, that happened. Remember, that remember that Stephanie? Remember when Stephanie Pratt and I had that thing happen in oh. in oh, in California? We're like arguing. I've never gotten to a fight with anyone in my life besides. It was, on her. It was awesome. That was like your house. That was her it house. Was my, and I was like, it, it kind of felt good. Like for like, but I was like sticking up for myself. And she was, I was like, no. And then she goes down to Mike and he's eating something and just like, what's going on? And I'm just like, you know, and then you're she's like, she's trying to like vent to me. I'm like, well, I, I, she's my wife. I'm going to back her up. So. Yeah, but, but also I think to uh, y'all's credit, you guys are strong, independent, powerful women. We're like, hey, y'all got it. There's nothing that we can say as your husband that is more effective than probably what y'all are doing. But when she said you're going to cry, it's like I felt that in my gut because that is what like that's when someone's like, are you OK? Are you crying? And I'm like, mm, mm, mm. or if somebody tells you to relax. Oh, oh you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> you're dead. To me. It's a full situation. No, he was quiet during the whole thing. But then, of course, on the car ride home, he's like, you know, maybe you overreacted. And I was like, not what I want to hear. How do you deal with the criticism? I know we were texting the other day because, um, you know, trolls can be kind of mean. And sometimes when you're on an, you know, a, a huge show like that, people can say, oh, you know, you're this and you're that. And it's like, I can only imagine if Mike and I would ever do that show. It's, you know, I, I see the, the, the comments that they do on the podcast, not too hard. It's like, but they don't see that inside of every single day and you know we're just trying to have a personality and be fun and it can be taken 
so out of context, out of context. and it, how do you deal with that when it's you know your your life is on the tv and then you're having to read these these comments about if, that you nag your husband too much it's like what what wife doesn't nag their husband you know well, I mean, I think the first thing that I always try to remember is like, I signed up to be myself and that's the good, the bad and the ugly. And they are, they're never going to edit you to be somebody that you're not, but they're going to focus on something that you are. So like I'm type A and you're not going to ever miss that. Like they are going to focus in on that every single time. So maybe you don't see that like I can kind of make fun of myself or not take myself too seriously or I like laughing or those types of things. So what I try to do in regards to like the social media trolls is like I play into it. Mm. So they were brutal, you know, like cry baby, what's wrong with you? So then I like make my entire Instagram all about songs about cry babies <laughs> and like That's fantastic. That's amazing. <laughs> And just like prod at them because like here, you know, it is what it is. And like, especially when it comes to like breaking down and being emotional, I would rather be that than somebody that's not myself and putting on a show to be on a show. Yeah, totally. Um, Sarah, before we get into the, the infertility and miscarriages, do you, do you have a, a question about the Beverly Hills housewives? Cause I just, I mean, how much time do you have? No, okay, I'll I'll ask one question. Okay. Um, do you does it? Or I guess because you already filmed, was it so different filming without Lisa Vanderpump? Like, was it like felt? I think the biggest thing that was felt, and I do not know if it's because she's gone or not, is that I got to know all of the other women better. Like everybody seemed like their guard was down, and that also could be because it's my third season. Yeah. Mm or it's because they were protecting themselves or whatever it may be. But I mean, regardless of Lisa Vanderpump being there or not, I mean, we're still fighting. So. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> it's been crazier. Kumbaya, now that she's gone, you know, like yeah. definitely not. But I think I do have stronger relationships with some of them, even if, you know, you don't see it so much. Yeah. I have to tell Jana, Jana, I don't know if you saw it. There's this scene where they don't show the whole scene, but it's a flashback of Teddy telling Kyle, Kyle's her like best friend, um, if you don't know. Um, Teddy's telling Kyle that she's pregnant and Kyle freaks out and like so happy and starts bawling crying. Literally when I watch it, I'm like, that's like gonna be me and Jana. Like I'm gonna like sit her down and she's gonna lose it. But like how happy and excited Kyle was for Teddy. I was like, oh my God, that's Jana. Cause like Kyle's like in a different phase, you know, Kyle's got like older kids. So she was past it. And I was like, that excitement that I saw, I was like, Oh, one thousand percent. But I know Teddy, <laughs> you struggled to to conceive. Um, and we, did you? Was your miscarriage before IVF or was it after IVF? So I had. So I couldn't get pregnant at all naturally prior to Slate. And then um, with Slate, I got pregnant doing IUI, mm -hmm. the first shot. But I had been doing treatments for probably a year. You know, like Clomid, which I call it. Like, have you been? all of it yeah, yeah. It. and then I had the progesterone shots in the ass where I couldn't yeah, even sit shots. down on my butt yeah yeah yep. the steroids like all of those types of things um I did and then the first time I got pregnant with slate with insemination um and then with cruise um it just wasn't the same and we were going through IVF and I think I did like I mean I did so many rounds of IVF it was to the point where my mom and I mean my my parents, my mom, my dad, my husband were like, you can't do it again. Mm. Like you're done. Like this is your final time. 
And I remember feeling like all of these crazy emotions. I almost like hid it from my husband because I want, I didn't want him to report back to like the doctor or my like family. Like, I don't think she can do another round. But it makes you crazy. Like I remember how crazy I felt and out of body and it's, I, you try to control it, but it's almost impossible. And, and especially once you're going to the doctors and you're reading numbers and you're trying to track, like, is this, is it going to be viable this time? Or like, how, you know, you're just, it's such a mind game and it's so emotional and you just want to be able to control something you can't control. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's really hard to have faith in those moments, I think. And, you know, I, I truthfully felt like I, I wish I had the same mindset that I do now where I was open and I shared with people what I was going through and knew how common it actually is and how many women it does happen to because I didn't talk to anybody and just like went into a depression over it because I didn't want to like have that moment where I had to say like, I'm broken. I feel completely broken because this is all we want. This is, you know, and, and we can't do it. Um, so I, I, I think that it's one of the hardest things that you can go through, but it's also one of the most amazing things, you know, with time. It's just like, we, it's not going to be on our time schedule. Right. There's no perfect time. Like when people say, yeah, we're thinking about having kids. Time's just not right. There's no perfect time, especially when you deal with these obstacles and you know how difficult it can be. And Teddy, going through what you've been through, what would you say to someone like Sarah who just experienced this for the very first time? Like looking back now, what would you say, you know, to Sarah or anybody else that's dealing with this? I would say, you know, the first thing is like be open with, I I assume you're married, um, be open with your husband and say how you're feeling or what you need in that moment. Um, And, and let it all out. And also the biggest thing is nobody's going to tell you how to feel. Nobody's going to tell you that this is how you should be feeling right now, or it's going to feel better next time, or that they have a good feeling about next time. It's all going to piss you off. (laughs) Yeah. You know, like the biggest thing is just continue on knowing that when the, when the timing aligns, when it's going to happen, it's going to happen. And that's the only thing that keeps you positive and going. And, you know, as I wish, you know, I don't know if I could do it any differently than I did before, but I wish I would have taken a breath during it all. Mm. I wish I would have gone, it's going to be okay. We're going to be okay. Instead of just living in that anxiety and that pressure and that all of that, that I did to myself, I, in my gut feel like I made it harder but it's so hard when you want that family. Well, in like all I do, there's nothing to do. So all day I'm on Google, all day I'm reading blogs, all day I'm, I just become obsessive. And it's like, oh my God, I wish so badly I could just have a life right now or like go somewhere because I'm like, there's nothing, you know, I'm stuck in this apartment and it's all I can think about. It's all I'm, which I'm like, okay, just think of positive thoughts. If it's all you're gonna think about, just put out the positive energy and the positive thoughts. But it's like, I just wanna know, you know, I like to have answers and- I mean, I can say this, and if it'll give you a little piece, you were able to get pregnant. Yes. I know, and that's something I am very excited and thankful for, because I'd never been pregnant. I mean, this was my first everything. I had never had, you know, so much as a scare. So that for me was huge because 
I mean, we got married in February and then it was literally a month later. So I'm like, okay. I'll so take I, I think it's, it's hard to, you know, we all go through it differently in some weeks it, it's, and plus you're in a pandemic right now. Yeah. There's so many unknowns. There's so many things we can't control. And if you're at all, you know, type A or like, an, you know, <laughs> that personality type, then you want to be able to have the answers and you, and you're going to be a great mother. And you're going to be able to have all, all of your dreams are going to come true. It's just not going to happen on the timeline that we necessarily want it. And I think giving yourself like ample amount of time to grieve because it is a loss. Yeah, no, it's true. And I feel like we were talking to a doctor earlier. I'm like, it's weird timing right now. Like I'm just letting everything go. I'm just letting it happen. And like, it still doesn't make it easier though. At the end of the day, yeah. it's still hard. It's especially when you, like, you want to be a mom so bad. You know, I, I remember that. It's like all I wanted was to hold my child. And then, you know, when it happened after Jolie, it's like, is this, is this it? Like, it's just like, you just, you want to know, but God's got the plan. It's just looking a little different. Um, a little different. I feel like I really want to talk about this though on the Teddy Teapot. I want you to come on Teddy Teapot too. I mean, we can, we can dig into more things. Um, what, what can listeners, like if, uh, they, if they listen to Teddy T, what can, what can they hear besides all this goodness? <laughs> I mean, essentially we just dig into different topics. So we've even, we've talked about parenting during the pandemic, mm -hmm. which like, let me be honest, me with core math, trying to figure <laughs> out how to zoom, like it's a whole doozy of a situation. Like, it's not fair that my first grader is smarter than I am. Um, <laughs> But from that to like threesomes, it's like all over the place. <laughs> and we have professionals on for each thing or, you know, specialists. So I think that there's so much that you can learn. You can have fun. It's any different topic that we go down the rabbit hole on. I love that. I feel like I just want to, oh, I wish we could hang out. Like, oh, I just hate this. You know, the Zoom is just this, you know, this is fun and all, but I just, Jeez. I'd like to be in person, you know? Yeah, you're a physical person. I am. Yes, I am. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you also have your fitness um, business too that you that's huge, multi. You know, it's it's, it's crazy. Um, if you go on um, your Instagram, that's where people can find it, right? Yeah, you can go on Teddy Mellencamp or go all in by Teddy to find either. And because of my miscarriages and infertility struggles, that's why I ended up deciding to go all in because I felt really lost and confused and I wasn't opening up and it was like the key to changing my life. That's awesome. I love following your page because just seeing all the women that you've helped and um, you know, how much happier they look to even like the after photos. It's like, you can just see that they're just, they're, they're proud of themselves. And so I love that you're creating that, um, that space for them. Thank you. I think oftentimes they show like the before and after pictures and, people see the physical, but what mm -hmm. we forget about sometimes is how much the mental mm -hmm. plays into it. You can't show that on a photograph, but like when you're feeling good, you finally ask for that raise at work or, you know, whatever it may be that you're feeling stuck, all of a sudden you start taking action. For sure. Teddy, I love you. And I hope we get to hang soon because you're, you're a badass. So, um, I feel the same about you guys and I'm thinking about you and, uh, I feel like the best is yet to come. Thank Amen, you. friend. All right, everyone Teddy, go listen to Teddy so T, Teddy Mellencamp. Love you, friend. Bye. Love you. Later. Um, I like her Guys, nice. yeah, she's so sweet and she's beautiful. Like, I just, I love her. Um, I kind of want to revisit the what um, we were talking about before we started the show with Tori. 
So let's take a break and then we'll get Tori on. Okay. Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. So I've recently got some boots in the mail that I had to try because I'm a boot girl. I love boots, but wow, I'm never going back to Kova's you guys. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. Tacova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by our local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather and custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Not a website, but a person in your community that would help you for free? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to expresspros.com to find the office near you or download the Express Jobs app to get started. With a wide range of opportunities in a variety of industries, from welding to sales, forklift operator to customer service, the team at Express is ready to help you or someone you know take the next career step. Whether you're looking for a contract job for the summer or a new full-time role, turn to Express Employment. Interviewing with Express Employment professionals can be as easy as a phone call, and one application with Express puts you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Don't go in your job search alone. Visit expresspros.com today. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicles and operation compatible device and vehicle require. 
All right, T. Um, what do you got for us? Because I think you were you were in a deep thought before we started this. Yes. Sorry. Yes, I was <laughs> uh, reading an email from someone, and they said, "Was that it their str- Sorry, was it a wind down email, or was it like just like an email email? It was just an email for one of our other podcasts, okay. and I was asking Mike, uh, "Would you ever date someone taller than you, or?" Do guys actually take that as like a blow to the ego? So I think it's two. I have two answers. Mike dated someone taller than him. I never dated. <laughs> yes, you did. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Hooked off with someone. Oh. Not tall. Never taller than me. I thought you said she was. They were tall enough. <laughs> they were tall enough where if you're like spooning or something and they're like the same, oh. close to the same length as me on the couch, I'm like, like two Am I spooning the man right now? <laughs> oh, Michael. No, I'm no, I'm not really mean that, but I'm just saying it's for someone my size. Sure, and you're six to like be holding someone who is of similar size <laughs> or closer to my size. It's a little off-putting. Now, having said that, I'm not intimidated by it because I'm larger. But at the same time, if I was nothing against men that are like five foot six or five foot seven or anything like that. But if they are, I can see that being a bigger blow to an ego because they're already not maybe as tall as they would like to be. And they're dating someone that is taller than them. I could see that being a bigger issue. But for me, it's it's not a blow. It wouldn't be a blow to me because I'm, you know, six five, six six. So, you know, obviously, I've dated people taller than me. <laughs> if you're ever five four, you're good. Well, no, I dated someone who was 5'4". Five, 5'5". Five, five. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. Wait, yeah. how tall are you, Gianna? Um, I'm 5'4 and a half, and he was... He was... He's maybe 5'5". Five, five. Um, so wearing heels, you'd be at least like two Oh, I was taller always taller than, than, him. than him, yeah. And I really... I did really like him. We worked on a show together, and I did like him. Sarah, are you Googling? This. You can't find you won't it. Find it was it. never public. You won't find it. But if you Google any of the shows I've been on and then go height-wise. Um, so, but I really liked him. But for some reason, I've always just liked dating men that were taller than me and that I could wear heels in and that I could, that it was just bigger. Like, I, I, I don't know. It didn't. I guess I just like that manly bird, like you, like you're big and you're like, but it doesn't mean that that person wasn't great. It just wasn't, you know, my thing, I guess. But I, I think there's but an, it really, that affected and that's one of the reasons why we broke up. I think there's person. naturally a level of security or protection if you're with someone who's physically of a certain physical stature. I make yeah. up. But here's the thing I will say too, like with Tori, like you're taller. I know Jolie's going to be taller. I don't ever want her to feel... Um, self-conscious of that no or not go after a guy because he may be shorter than her or you know or or she sorry she may be taller than him so how do you go around about that too like does that kind of make you rethink things when you see a guy I think that it eliminates a huge part of the dating pool, which mm. is already hard enough for your own reasons or because you make up that they'll have an issue with it no, just I I don't have an issue dating somebody like maybe my own height. 
Cause I don't think like two inches is that big of a deal if I'm like putting on like a boot or like a heel or whatever. But, um, I just want to feel feminine is like my mm-hmm. thing. So he would have to have like stat, like if I can't fit in his pants, like that's just like terrifying. Like if I put on his sweats and they were like tight skin tight yeah. on me, like mm-hmm. that would make me feel terrible. Mm-hmm. Totally. Like we want to be swallowed in them. Like, yeah, like I want to put on a hoodie yeah. and like wear that as a dress. You <laughs> <Yes>. know? <laughs> so that's like my only thing is like, that's like a little bit of a preference for me is just feeling like feminine. And I think it's okay um, to say and, and yeah. like want that because there's no issue with that at all. Because I don't want people to think I'm like being shallow or no, they, no. If someone takes that as shallow, then they're being ridiculous. Oh. I think it's also a conversation of like the century, you know. But weirdly, tall women and short men is like a new trend. Wow. I mean, hey, whatever, whatever you're into, that's the thing. Whatever you're into, we're all into, you know, different things. I like bald men. My husband's bald. I like men with gray hair, you know, like She's just I, waiting for the day. Oh, I can't wait until I, Mike's beard gets gray. I grow my beard wait. out. I grow, I grow my beard out more often now because you can see more gray. Like his I dad, have, when I have a grown silver out. Fox, just like super oh. handsome, silver Fox. Love, love the gray. Can't wait till your dad's age. <laughs> You'll be 60 years old. I'll really love you at its peak no. when you're 60, Mike. No, just you're, hang on for another 30 years. I think you are. I just, I love, I love man, gray. Like, what did you say, Sarah? Oh, no, I just said I love an old man. Like, I get that. You do? Oh, yeah. Really? I would have never thought ba- – Ty is such just, a baby, like baby face. No, he, makes so, he makes so much fun of me. Like, my top, like, five are, like uh, – Oh, my God. Old men. Oh, I love Who? Tell me. Well, we're going to start with, like, Nick Saban. Then we might <gasps> – Governor Cuomo is right up my alley. <laughs> um, I've always been attracted to, like, a young George Bush. And by young, I mean, like, 50s. Um, Yeah. Oh my god! Oh, I'm, so I'm obsessed with this conversation. Oh, oh, it's like a thing around our house. Ty's like, oh my god. Oh yeah, I'm very excited for Ty to like look like Wayne. Oh, I for did sure. Just confess that I have a major crush on Sarah's dad. Oh my dad! Like I Tom? was like blushing around him at the. Oh, lunch. I have a like, crush blushing. on Tom. I have a blushing. I have a crush. I have a I crush know. on Sarah's sister, and I made that very clear at the wedding. I was like, oh, I'm yeah. kind of crushing on your sister. <laughs> Her lesbian sister. She reminds me of Brandy Carlisle. <laughs> I'm about to pee in my pants. <laughs> Tori did call me the other day. She's like, I think I have a crush on your dad. Oh, you guys, I like, literally like, was like blushing like on the dance floor. I'm like, why do you look kind of hot and sexy to me right now? Oh. Oh. <laughs> Sylvia is going to just get you, girl. You, bet, you got some tough competition with Sylvia. Oh, my God. <laughs> But I also had a crush on her mom too. You know? I could see, I could see having a crush on your dad. Like he is, but he's almost like too nice. So like, I would need a little touch more of like, oh no, edgy. Ed- There's no bad boy in that boy. Yeah, and <laughs> that's like I made like the first interaction with Tom. I made like a sexual joke, and Sarah's like, oh god, Mike. Oh, sex- that was oh, yeah. the most uncomfortable oh, part no. of Sarah's wedding. You, <laughs> I could not. Do you remember what he said? No, it was something like. It like you so- make a man or like get on your knees or something. No, it, was, it, it was it was, it was, it was so- that. It was get on your knees. Yes. And it, I was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> Are you asking him to like what? <laughs> oh, my God. I was so uncomfortable. I was like, and this is the first interaction with Mr. Cusick. <laughs> hey, man, oh that's God. you either make or break the relationship right off the bat. Woof. Guys, I'm. In a weird way, I hope you feel this too, Sarah. I love that we're ending with laughter. 
Me too. It was very therapeutic and we need a good laugh. Yeah, that was, I, I love you again. I think you're the bravest woman that I know. And um, yeah, I just, I love, this was, I hope, I hope you feel so much love when this airs. So um, yeah. I think that's a good place to end it. All right. Well, here's to gray hair. Love you guys. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>Hey there, mamas. Everyone knows how it goes. You're giving it your all to breastfeed or pump for your little one. But there are times when you might need a little extra help. That's where traditional medicinals Mother's Milk comes in. Mother's Milk is an organic herbal tea blend designed to support healthy lactation for breastfeeding and pumping moms. Plus, it's caffeine free. Learn more about Mother's Milk at traditionalmedicinals.com forward slash Mother's Milk. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This project is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You know, I don't even know where to start with this because it's the comfort, it's the style, it's the whole look. That's what I love about my Tacovas. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots. And Tacovas is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacovas has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Shop by your local Tacovas store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hello! Clam comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.